Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Nyasha Musa Grace. I'm Nana. And I'm Nyasha. And today we are going to look at Afro as a whole lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, as you know from listening to earlier episodes, I've gone on this whole transitionary big chart thing since May. <laughs> and I, yeah, I cut my hair off um, and I started over. But along with that, I realised there were a lot of things that I had to reevaluate in my life as well. Um, so in in my day job, I'm a journalist and I actually wrote an article about just accepting myself anew. Mm-hmm. Um, over the last year of uni, I'd put on a lot of weight and I was just feeling very uncomfortable with my skin. And I think cutting my hair had a big impact on it. But I not only had to change how I looked on the outside yeah. I had to change what I was feeding my mind my body I had to exercise I had to eat better I had to do all these different things now when those things were happening I'm also having a conversation with you Nyasha mm-hmm. about my hair and, and and just wanting it to grow and do good things and become healthy mm-hmm. but I also really noticed that in changing my lifestyle and changing my habits and changing my eating and changing my exercise my routine my hair also changed. So my hair today is not the same quality it was. Oh, this is the moment where I go, hallelujah! (laughs) Can all my clients listen? (laughs) I need you to say that again. Just say that again. So my hair, the quality of my hair has changed tremendously in the past, what, five, six, however many, nearly a year now. Nearly a year, yeah. Nearly a year. It is not the hair I remember it to be. I've never known my hair to look like this. Mm-hmm. I've never known my hair to do what it's doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, even when it was longer and even when I first started going natural, it's it's a very different hair. So I'm reintroducing myself to my hair. And I'm learning my hair I'm in all these different amazing ways. And yes, there are days where I'm like, I want length. But there are also days where I'm just, I'm just loving it and I'm just appreciating it in that form. But along with that is an appreciation of myself, which I'm still developing, an appreciation of the the physical body but also the mind and, and the person and the soul and yeah. um, so when we're talking about afro as a lifestyle we're really talking about everything mm-hmm. our hair is linked to everything what we feed ourselves what we eat what we consume what we allow our mind to think about how stressed we are how much sleep we're getting it's all linked right definitely it is absolutely linked and in my day job I'm not a journalist. (laughs) I think journalism is easy. (laughs) Shade. Shade. No, because I'll tell you why journalism is easy. Journalism is easier than what I do in my day job. Because you and I have been having these conversations for the longest. Is this stuff that I have talked to you and worked with you about at work? Yeah. At my work where it's not journalism. (laughs) And so, look, I feel a sense of pride and achievement just to hear you say back things I've said to you so many times. <laughs> yes. And things you've not absorbed. Yeah. And things you have not received, yeah. even when she's paid me. <laughs> oh, the amount of people that pay me and then don't want me to do my job. And then eventually they receive my job and they come back and they're like, oh, you know what? My hair. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's what you pay me for to do. So yeah, obviously, so I, I work with, I'm a natural hair practitioner. I either deal with people that have got hair loss issues or whatever. I do a lot of one-on-one classes, teaching people how to care for their hair at work. And I also braid and just, you know, to do that stuff where you're handling people's hair and you're teaching them how to look after their hair. And you're also telling them why they can't have the style that they want you to do for them. You should see how she's looking at me. <laughs> Saying... <laughs> 
which is why no I'm, the reason i'm i say this all in jest but the truth of the matter is guys if if your hair stylist tells you that something is not good for you mm. going to somebody else who is going to do it for you without explaining it's fine you mm. can go ahead and do that i just need you to understand that a stylist who doesn't tell you when a style is not good for you mm. is probably one not trained mm -hmm. two cares more about money than they do about you mm -hmm. and three you are paying them to damage your hair right in which case Look, if you've been listening to even two or three episodes of this podcast mm -hmm. and you're still paying for hair damage, do not complain when your hair finally goes. Mm -hmm. Just because it's like, well, how can we stop it if we're not holding people accountable? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying every hairdresser, even the ones that are trained, is, is conscientious. Mm. My levels of conscientiousness have grown. Okay, as we get older and wiser, mm -hmm. we we tend to get older and wiser. Yeah. So maybe I might not be as conscientious. I, I know I'm more conscientious about what I do now more than I was when I first maybe started. Um, and that's just a question of when you see the pain, mm. when you see like, hair loss is not a joke. Yeah. To cut off your hair because you want to is one thing. Yeah. For your hair to not be growing and you want it to. Mm -hmm. can do a number on you mm -hmm. on your mental health and i just need people to understand that the hair that we're looking at today so nana's hair i can vouch for you guys <laughs> i've known her hair for a while and um i can see her hair is thicker mm. and it's fuller and it's just different it's not how it used to be before yeah. even when it was natural um so her hair is better it's healthier mm -hmm. now um and her hairline. <laughs> just, just kidding. To you. You, must never, you must never say something behind someone's back that you can't say to their face. And I can just tell it to her face like, girl, your hairline recovered. Your hairline recovered. Her hairline was bathed in the river Jordan. Oh my goodness. But this, this, your hairline actually looks strong. Yeah. And it looks, it looks healthy. And the only thing I can think of is you left it alone. Yeah. <laughs> you, you left it alone. Literally. And I just want to rebuke all those people that are laying down baby hairs. We're going to come to yeah. you. And if you have a very good reason why baby hairs need to be laid down, please contact me. I'd like you as a guest on the podcast. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. I, I want to know. I want, I want to know because there's no professional reasons for it. But, but her hair looks really healthy. And mm. it's because, like she said... It's, it's, um, it's a holistic approach mm. and the hair on your head, the hair on my head, the hair on anybody's head, once the hair exits the body, yeah. it's dead. Mm. And I need people to understand that the hair that you see on your head mm -hmm. is dead. Mm. So you can't feed it mm. from outside. Ooh, that's a point. How many knew that? How many? Cause I didn't know that until you've just said it now. You see, and this is what I find very <laughs> offensive. She's she's come to she she this woman has come to where I work. Hmm? She's come to where I work. But sometimes you forget you Ooh. need these reminders. <laughs> Coming out. Ooh. Somebody hold me back. I'm sitting up on somebody. <laughs> somebody gonna get popped. <laughs> seriously, girl. I apologize for this. I am very forgetful. I'm going to do a card in Who was that? Who threw the shoes? Who threw the shoes? Okay, I think she just having forgot. the reminders. So yeah, okay, she genuinely you do. forgot. 
But yeah, this is something she's she's paid me to yeah. tell her, and I've told her before, but she didn't learn. Which is fine. But this is why I'm saying your job is easy. Yeah, because I get you. I'm not, you know, like every job is difficult and it has its challenges. Yeah. But when you're trying to, there's something about the mindset. Mm. The mind is, oh my goodness me, the mind is something else. Mm-hmm. I think in another life I would have become a psychotherapist. Right. <laughs> Just because I think it's fun. But um, your hair, by the time it exits the body, it's mm. dead. It's alive when it's inside your body. Right. And then the process of pushing through your scalp and coming out, keratinization happens. Mm. And it hardens. Mm. And it is dead. Mm. That's why getting a haircut don't hurt. That makes so much sense. <laughs> that's why cutting your nails doesn't, doesn't hurt. hurt if you cut the nail yeah, it doesn't hurt yeah. because hair and nails are made up of exactly the same mm. thing which is why diet is important right because what you're doing is you're feeding your nails mm-hmm. you're feeding your hair inside the body mm-hmm. you're feeding the cells the, mm-hmm. the, the growth cells are what you feed and that's inside your scalp right so by the time it exits mm-hmm. it's all you can do is maintain. Mm-hmm. It's like a piece of wood that gets chopped down. Right. And this is the illustration I use at work. I literally tell my clients that the hair on your head is like a piece of very good quality wood. Mm. If you cut it down and it was good quality wood. Mm-hmm. If you cut down cheap wood, then it's cheap. Yeah. You see, so that your hair might be long, but it's yeah. unhealthy because of the conditions under which it is growing. So all these products that claim to do things mm-hmm. i'm side eyeing them mm. because it, it, scientifically speaking you cannot there's nothing you can do other than to change maybe the appearance yeah. you're altering you can't change the quality of your hair once it leaves your body mm-hmm. because feeding the nourishment mm-hmm. all that takes place inside, inside. so really what we need to be thinking about more so than those laid edges is what we're putting inside our body, is what we're putting, what we're feeding it from the inside. Yeah. And it's very interesting to me because I, I do like a bit of reggae. <laughs> I do. And I was listening to Damien Marley speaking the other time and he said it fascinates him how he sees people when they pull up to the petrol station, they're driving whatever brand car they're driving and it's obviously mm. not a cheap brand vehicle. It's it's an expensive mm. car. And they will get there and they'll be like, oh, no, I have to put the best premium unleaded, mm. you name it, the, the, everything, the, the bells, the whistles, the, the, you know, the dancers, mm. everything is pulled out for the petrol or the, 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 the whatever you put, however you run your car. Yeah. Um, the, the, the petrol, the diesel, whatever they're using, they will pay mm-hmm. the best price mm-hmm. for it. And then they'll go and they'll eat junk food. Right. So their car has a healthier lifestyle than they do. Than they do. Right. And we do that because we will spend so much mm. on extensions. Mm. We will spend so much on potions. We will spend so much on special shampoos mm-hmm. and on and on this oil and on that oil to put on the hair that is dead. Right. Right. But then you're eating junk. Right. I say, I'm guilty of it. So it's like this, this is a space where we're not saying, look, we're, we're not all, condemning. We're just, we're just saying what we yeah. do. We, yeah. we, girl, <laughs> we're just saying what we do. But it's that awareness. It's the knowing that if you want better quality hair, yeah. you're going to have to eat better. Right. 
start with that. I'm not saying to, for, for anybody to go and start buying things that they can't afford to buy. Mm. When it comes to food, I'm just saying eat real food. Yeah. Eat real nutrients because then that will cut out the need for 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 vitamins. Right. These hair growth vitamins. Oh, do you know, this is how you really see business at work, right? Because we are getting the Kardashians and the Jenners of this world to sell us all sorts of tomfoolery that we don't need. Yeah. Now, one thing that I've been seeing a lot of, there was a big conversation about like biotin um, and taking sort of tablets and vitamins there to help produce hair growth. There's also this really weird like teddy bear looking vitamin that's chewable and tastes oh. like a sweet, but it's supposed to encourage hair growth. And why? Why are we taking there's these There's also things? something so... called the placebo effect. Right. From... Um, a biotin. I've written an article about biotin. So the idea that I need to now redo stuff <laughs> I've done already, it's like, guys, I have always been very committed to sharing great knowledge because mm. I was trained well. Shout out once more to Joy Fido at the World of Braiding and Extension. <laughs> I've written about biotin because biotin is in the food that you eat. Right. You just eat biotin-rich foods mm -mm -mm. and your body will extract the amount of biotin that, that it, it requires. Mm. For you to be buying um, vitamins that are full of fillers, mm. what else is in your vitamins? Mm. What else is in them? Because when you look at what is in vitamins, mm -hmm. you'll see that the bit that is going to really be helpful is minuscule. Yeah. It's tiny compared to you just eating a diet that mm. contains biotin. A little bit of biotin every little day. So you've got biotin in milk, you've got biotin in fish, you've got biotin in eggs, you've got biotin in pulses. Mm. So even if you're a vegan, um, I'm not a nutritionist, but I know enough about it to know that if you combine certain types of foods together, mm -hmm. it will give you a whole protein. Right. So... Do your research, talk to your hair care professionals who right. are trained. And if you're a hair care professional, get training to understand the things and the issues that affect your clients for where you are operating from. And then recommend other businesses that, you know, I'm sure one of your clients is into nutrition. Right. My clients are very varied. I've yeah. got clients who do all sorts. So if I come across something in one client and I know very little about this issue, it's like, well, you know what? I have a client who is a dermatologist. Mm. This is out of my experience. So you probably need to go and see a dermatologist. Mm. You need to go and see a doctor. You need to speak to a dietitian. Right. You need to speak to a uh, person who is like a personal trainer right. who has done personal training and, and who's also a trained personal trainer yeah. because oh my gosh the personal trainers now people lose weight and all of a sudden they're a personal yes. trainer it's like no <laughs> yeah you knew how to lose weight for you yeah but you don't know everything mm -hmm. you know you don't know everything so I just think it's so important for people to realize that just by making wise food choices, right. you can better feed your hair. And th the reason why this is important is because when your body receives nutrients, mm -hmm. okay, I'm in the day job now. When your body <laughs> receives nutrients, yeah. it will feed your vital organs first. Right. So w at work, we actually have a class about lifestyle mm. and exercise mm. diet and lifestyle we talk about it because at the end of the day your heart's more important mm -hmm. your kidneys your liver 
everything else that keeps you alive is more important than your hair and your nails. Right. And they're the only two things that will keep growing after you're dead because right. they're dead too. <laughs> right. Okay. So it's like if you put poor quality nutrients in your body, mm-hmm. it will absorb the best of that pathetic situation mm. for your vital organs. And so your hair and your nails get fed last, which is why when people are undergoing certain types of treatment, you notice it in the hair first. They're still alive. They're functioning, but their hair falls out. Their nails fall out. The nails weaken. Even childbirth can do that to you. Why? It's because the body thinks, no, no, no. Hair is not a priority. Mm. Hair isn't a priority for the body when it comes to staying alive. Mm -hmm. So what you put into it, Mm -hmm. if you want good quality hair, Eat Put good better food. food. Eat, just, just eat better food. Yeah. If you can eat brilliant quality food, even better. Yeah. Then you'll find your hair will go thicker. It will go fuller. People who do veganism right, yeah, actually experience thicker, fuller hair. Mm. But then again, you're experiencing thicker, fuller hair, and you're not vegan. So yeah. I rest my case. <laughs> And then also there's the, the mental health aspect of it. I yeah. think this is one of the most challenging elements of what I do. It's just helping people to change their mindset. Mm. And again, I'm going to call out people who are parents. Mm-hmm. 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 Right. Just for a minute here, we're going to say parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles. If you have access to a person under five, mm-hmm. um, watch what you say to them. Mm-hmm. Watch what you say about their hair. Mm-hmm. Watch the comments you make because it might be a joke to you. Yeah. But it's leaving a scar in them. Yeah. And they don't know how to process that. That's it. And then it will come out years later mm-hmm. as, I don't like my head. I don't like my forehead. I don't like my hair. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to touch my hair. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. And it's that almost like we love these children so much, yeah. we scar them. Yeah. We just need to be aware because language and perception, things like, oh, we need to do something about the mess on your head. Mm. <laughs> it's like, really? The child didn't give birth to itself. Mm-hmm. They didn't choose their genetic pool. Yeah. So whatever hair they came out of, the mother's stomach with, that's good enough. Mm-hmm. L- let's not let's not make them feel like their hair is wrong. Mm-hmm. Society's going to do that anyway. Yes. Let's make you look pretty. No. Mm-hmm. Let's just do your hair. Yeah. Let's make you look tidy. No, let's just groom your hair. Mm. We we're going out. Let's do your hair. Mm-hmm. It's time to groom your hair. It's time to put your hair into a protective style. Mm-hmm. Ch- change the conversations you have with these children. And please, right. can you make sure we are doing age appropriate hairstyles on these children? Now, how many times have we mentioned that so far this season? I have my reasons for saying it. I know, I have but my reasons the for saying it. That's and it's the like, point. Come on, people. We're not saying this to make you feel bad. Yeah. We're just making you... I'm offering you an alternative viewpoint because in 10 years' time, that child this is, it. is not going to have a healthy mental relationship mm-hmm. with their hair. This is it. And it's us. Mm-hmm. We're the ones doing this. So let's not do that. Let's not. If you're not picking up on that, just that, that point about what we're saying to children, how we're working with their hair. Go back. Go back. We've mentioned it so many times in different ways and in different parts of the conversation. Because it's so key, because it's so important. I also want to pull up another part of that mental health aspect of, you know, as grown 
people's life can be challenging and the situations we go through very much have an impact on our hair as well mm-hmm. how we deal and process with things has an impact on our hair as well if we know that we are I think we need to have more conversations about mental health just generally as a community and really mm-hmm. addressing those things because if if we're not sleeping if we have anxiety if we have all these different things can impact toxic relationships toxic relationships there may be people in our lives we, we just need, need to, to release we do take a deep breath and let them go let them go <laughs> at least reframe yeah. reframe how you you interact with certain people yeah. reframe what you do with certain people i mean it's easier said than done Absolutely. especially if that certain people is somebody you're either married to or you're planning to marry yeah um when you're in love sometimes we don't always you know like yeah abusive relationships yeah. can you know take yeah. a toll Absolutely. and it's a big thing um that happens to people really. and it will affect your hair yeah. so sometimes it's not really the hair yeah it's everything else and until we look after everything else yeah well our hair is going to suffer as well and i i i i've learned from my just looking at all the clients i have ever worked with the ones who do well mm. in terms of these are not um braiding clients mm. these are people more who attend our classes and mm. do what they have to do and learn to manage their own hair. The ones who do well are the ones who just understand that curly hair, hydrate and leave alone, mm. hydrate and leave alone, hydrate and leave alone. Then do everything else mm-hmm. and everything else like your hair will be fine. Yeah. It will tell you when it wants something, it will communicate that. Yeah. And usually by the time they, they have finished the classes, mm. they know enough to know when they need to contact us again. Yeah. Because your hair will change. Yeah. Your hair does change. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the better you start to look after yourself, the better you look after your hair. Mm-hmm. It'll come a point where it's like, okay, that prescription that I had before mm-hmm. no longer works. Because when people come to or go to a trichologist, the trichologist will say, okay, do A, B, C, and D. Right. But once that problem is solved and over, yeah. what, where do you go from there? You now no longer have the issue you went to see the trichologist for. Mm-hmm. You've now got healthy hair. Mm-hmm. Um, where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. And this is where you'll find a lot of seasoned YouTubers will start to have issues with their hair. Yes, I grew it to whatever yeah. length they wanted to. And yes, it's this and yes, it's that. But, oh, it did this. It's like they, they can tell that something is wrong with their hair yeah. or they, they don't understand why mm-hmm. because they've never learned. Nobody explained yes, what the hair it. is communicating. Whereas if you go to a trained professional, professional. Oh, yes. my job is to explain what your hair is saying yeah. to you. So you understand it. So if a person says, my hair is doing this, that, and the other, it's like, oh, okay. Mm. I know it's because of this, that, and the other. So somebody might come and say, my hair feels really tough. Then I'll say, okay, what did you do? And they'll say, oh, I pre-pooed. And I'll be like, how did you do that? And they'll be like, oh, I, you know, maybe made my hair wet and I applied coconut oil Mm. and I left it on for an hour or for half an hour and then I washed my hair and I'm thinking, well, why did you use coconut oil? And I'm like, oh, because on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And then I cuss them out for a bit. (laughs) It's like, okay, that's your hair telling you that it doesn't like coconut oil. Yeah. Why? Just because of the properties of 
Coconut oil. Mm. Coconut oil contains a lot of protein. Mm -hmm. If your hair is protein rich, mm -hmm. what you're not wanting to do is to add more <laughs> protein, protein because it. then you're going to break the hair. Yeah. Mm. Now, how many of us realize this? Now, I mentioned in another episode that we, we birthed coconut oil into beauty at the moment. But I don't think any of us, or many of us rather, I think a majority of, a, majority of us are using coconut oil castor oil shea butter. butter all these other kind of things because it's the thing to use as opposed to really thinking about why we're using them and what the effect that then has on our hair it's like taking somebody else's medication taking somebody else's medication exactly yeah but it's like do you have the same condition and even if this you do it. have the same condition are you exactly the same person mm. because guess what we're somebody with two people with the same condition one might be given five milligrams because that's what their weight requires. Yeah. Somebody else will be given 2.5 milligrams yeah. because they are maybe shorter, they are slimmer, mm. they are taller, mm. they are bigger. It, you can't, it's, it's not, not a one, one size, size fits, fits all. all. This, this is, is why it. your stylist is an investment yeah. because you're a part of a team. Remember mm. the episode we did about who is in your hair relationships? Yeah. It's you, your hair, and your stylist. Yeah. You guys are all in a relationship that mm -hmm. needs all of you to be on the same page. Right. And even if you're doing it alone at home, mm -hmm. go and ask for help. Yeah. By that's a another episode. That's another episode, actually. <laughs> but go and ask for help from somebody who will help you yeah. understand, somebody who knows enough um, to help you with your particular hair yeah, needs yeah. and lifestyle because then i go swimming mm. i go swimming a lot and people are like you go swimming <laughs> and i'm like well yeah and they're like black people don't swim and i'm thinking oh child a lot of black people i know mm -hmm. swim mm -hmm. it's a question of what kind of experiences have you had growing up and where were you yeah and, and why do you believe that yeah but there are things to do as well when you're going swimming. So say for example, if you, I don't like to wear shower caps. Mm -hmm. So I saturate my hair with water mm -hmm. before I get into the pool because wet hair cannot absorb chlorine. Right. My hair is already saturated with water. It's wet already. Mm -hmm. So therefore I can be in the pool for an hour, for two hours. It can't absorb any more than that. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So some th things as simple as making your hair wet before you're going into the pool mean that you're not absorbing salt water and then coming out of the pool and washing your hair the, the correct way. Yeah. And also a monthly chelating process mm. if you swim regularly. And then if you go to the gym and you're working out, there's things that you should do yeah. to make sure that your scalp is clean and you're washing off the sweat, the sweat and yeah. all the stuff that goes on. Um, and that will make sure that your scalp is clean. And there's mm. ways of washing your hair when it's got extensions and braids in. Mm -hmm. um, and we teach our clients that. Yeah. There's, there's ways of doing it so mm. that you're not undoing your hair. But yeah. then you're also not not washing your hair. Yeah. Because that's... <laughs> Another <Ooh>! episode. <laughs> I had a comment from a guy... <laughs> We're not going to name him, but he was just like, oh, because some people, like, you see them from a distance and they look really cute and then you get up close and then their hair smells. <laughs> You're like, that's not everybody. But it's just because sometimes people are doing their own weaves, they're doing their own wigs, or they're getting their friends to do it and their mm. friends aren't trained, so mm. then they don't know how to do the aftercare. Mm -hmm. Part of what you pay for when you go to a stylist is the aftercare the the you just need the information yeah 
cut a whole episode right there. <laughs> know exactly what you're paying for. Yeah. <laughs> these people. It's part of it is the aftercare. And then I can't sit here and say, okay, this is the best way of washing mm. this type of extension because I can't see what extensions people have on their this head right a... now. And it's not one size fits all. all. Yeah. So it's like, okay, the person braiding your hair mm-hmm. should know that you exercise and you work out and they should give you information mm-hmm. to help you manage that. Then that way your hair will grow mm-hmm. while it's in braids. Mm-hmm. I know people who've been in braids for the last seven years and they've got healthy hair. Mm-hmm. And I know people who've been in braids for the last seven years and their hair is diminishing. Damaged, yeah. It's it's diminishing. It's just there's less and less of the hair every time. Mm-hmm. Why is that? It's because either you're paying for hair damage Mm. because you're using an untrained stylist, somebody who can braid. We all can, any black girl or any African, most most people will know how to braid or can Mm. learn how to braid from YouTube. That doesn't make them qualified Mm -hmm. to be let loose on your hair, especially if it's going to cost you. Right. Right. Okay. With all this said and done... Our moment of grace this week. Take care of the whole person. Yeah. Your hair will sort itself. Love it. Quite poetic this week. Yes. I like that. Very creative, <laughs> darling. But yeah, take care of the whole person. Yeah. And the hair will sort itself out. Yeah. And if you do need help, go and get it from the right place. This is a this is a I don't know how many times I have to tell people if you've got issues with your teeth, you don't go to YouTube. <laughs> You might do for yeah. like a holistic treatment until you see the dentist. Yeah. But you will go to a, a dentist, dentist if you have a problem with your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying that just because somebody is trained, they know everything. I don't know everything. There's some things I only know theoretically because I've not dealt with anybody with that particular scalp condition. Yeah. However, I can point you in the right direction. Mm. A trained professional that's comfortable enough in their training should know to be able to send you where you need to go. That's all we're saying because we have an episode that we did about um, transplants. Yeah. I know theoretic stuff about it, Mm -hmm. but I've not had one. Right. So it was interesting to hear the experiences Mm -hmm. of a person that's gone through it. Mm -hmm. And then as a professional to see how that is either being done well yeah. or not being done well. And from what Chanel was saying, it's like, ooh, the aftercare is not very strong either yeah. because female transplantation is a whole new thing. Yeah. And actually it was from speaking to Chanel that we birthed this episode as well because yeah. a big part of what she was saying is actually readjusting everything, readjusting relationships, yeah. readjusting what we're, what she's putting into herself. Yeah. Um, so take care of the whole person yeah take care of the whole person there we go well thank you for listening guys (laughs) love you as always we will see you next week for another episode take care bye